Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our f***ing city. Yes, sir, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, Margaret thieves, welcome to the Boston Podcast, the podcast where we tell the stories of our city through the voices of our city. And oh man, do we have voices today because it's Thursday. And so it's time again for Spirited Conversations with Dave and Dee. So Dee's in the house. Dee's in the house. Last, welcome, Dee. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. One drink in. One, one drink in, right? So we, All right. We should, be, we should tell the truth. It's two yeah. drinks, really. Two We've drinks. had two, but it's our second podcast. So. Well, right. So what we do here on Spirited Discussions debates no discussions it's still a working title people anyway <laughs> please but, uh, you know <laughs> i think that people should tell us what they like sure yeah yeah tell us uh you can find the boston podcast network on facebook or hell you can email me david at pod 617.com um oh we have emails coming in right now <laughs> that's impossible <laughs> it's a podcast it doesn't work that way anyway um but the point is we uh we let you sort of behind the curtain here we tell you we record these in bunches so this is number two of three so next Thursday, we might be a little sloshed, quite right. frankly. Right now, we're just kind of happy. Yeah. And we solved one of the great problems of society. We did. We, we told men, what? What did we tell them? The- Not to wear flip-flops or sandals, that their summer wear should be either bare feet at the beach or the pool or sneakers with socks that don't show or no socks. That's right. And our guest bartender for the week, Isaac, I can see him on the Zoom call. He's already agreeing with us and giving us the thumbs yes. up. So that, is that a... Go ahead, Isaac. I don't own any flip-flops. Good. Good. We like you already. Flip-flop free zone. That's hard to say. Flip. Oh, boy. Yeah, especially (laughs) one drink or two drinks in. Yeah. Flip-flop. Right. So, Isaac, you you heard the call we put out looking for guest bartenders, and you said, that sounds like me. Why? Why? Um, I've been a bartender for about 14 years now. Oh, holy cow. It's a real yeah. guest bartender. But this is a real bartender. Yes. Jeez, no, we're going to have a real drink then. <laughs> He's upping our game. Yes. Been a drinker for longer. So <laughs> Even I better. I feel like I'm pretty qualified for, for the uh, position. Okay. Perfect. All right. Yeah. So what are you gracing us with this? Yeah, what are we going to be enjoying? Yeah. So we're going to do a cocktail that we used to make at a bar that I worked at in Somerville called The Independent. The uh, drink is called the Sister Mary cocktail. Ooh. It's a tequila cocktail. But okay, tequila. Did you just say tequila? He I said think. tequila. Dave, he you did. know that I'm not a tequila girl. Yes. Good, so, good drama. Dee right, has shared is... with me that tequila is her kryptonite. However, it she tastes had, like nose throw up. She, had, <laughs> she has Ooh. an open mind. She's going to take one for the team. I am. I'm hot and cold on tequila. I never, I have friends that have gotten into it. I've gone to tequila tasting, so. 
I at one point knew my reposado from my then if what are they called? There were three. If you don't know, there are three different kinds of tequila, and I don't know. So, do you know this, Isaac? Yes, uh, you've got your blanco, which oh, right. is aged very slightly. You've got your reposado, which is aged a little more, and you've got añejo, which is aged even more. I see. So the, sort of the more you age them, the the more, more it tastes like nose throat, and or, it's what, or the less it tastes. Or like less, less. Okay. Yeah. By yeah. the way, if you don't know what that means, that's when you've thrown up and it's gone up in your nose and you have to decide whether you're going to blow it out of your nostrils or cough it back down. Either way, you're going to throw up. Wow. I really feel like enjoying yeah. a, uh, a cocktail yeah, right so now. Yeah, so bring it on. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so Isaac, <laughs> now, not that we're going to do a whole primer on on tequila, but since you are the expert, is the, are the three different kinds, the three different levels of uh, age, I guess, are they, is it just a matter of like, you might like one better than the other or the aged ones necessarily better or what's that all about? Yeah. I mean, I find that the more you age it, they're better for sipping. If you're going to sip on them. Um, usually people use uh, Blanco tequilas for cocktails just because they have a little bit more, uh, they're a little sharper. They're a little more peppery and like. Oh, great! Is that what I got? That's what I got, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I right. I instructed you know yep. for our our main panel of alcohols for him to get a <laughs> right. particular type. So we'll right. see. All right. So yeah. sh- should I go to the bar? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. Okay. So um, so you shout instructions. Okay. So I'm going over the bar. You might not bar. hear me, people. Here I go. And That's he's going to start making it. So what should he start with? You kids at home. If you're going to make cocktails and you don't want to mess them up, I always start with my juices first. Okay, so Isaac says you start with the juices first. Okay, so our juices are what? So we've got today, our ingredients are going to be lime juice, grapefruit juice. Lime juice and grapefruit juice. Are those the only juices? Those are the only juices. Are we doing it in equal parts? We are not. We are not. Okay, so cold Hold, yes. I'm holding, go ahead. All right, so if we're, if we're measuring this out in ounces, we're going to do three quarters of an ounce of lime juice. Three quarters of an ounce of lime juice, yes. Half an ounce of grapefruit juice. And half an ounce of grapefruit juice. So basically, figure out how, oh, he's actually getting the little ounce yeah, jars. Oh. All right, nice. All right, nice. So three quarters of lime, lime and half of grapefruit. That's for one That's right. cocktail. That's for one cocktail, correct? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. What happens next? Then we're going to add an uh, ounce and a half of tequila. Okay, so we need an ounce and a half of tequila. That's a lot of tequila. I mean, if, if you don't like tequila, that's a lot of tequila. Yeah, I mean, maybe tequila. I get an ounce. I don't know. I don't want to be a baby, but... If you want to, you know... I think he's going to give me an ounce and a half because he's that kind of guy. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. You might like so. All right. So the tequila, Yeah. Yep, and then you're going to do three quarters of an ounce of St. Germain. Three quarters of an ounce of St. Germain. Now that, that makes me so happy. Um, So St. Germain is elderflower liqueur, correct? That's right. So I have to tell you, this may be redeemable because that happens to be one of my favorite alcohols. Oh, good. In fact, I I like there's a cocktail with that, and um, I think we have it. Oh, the Aperol, right? Oh, Oh, Aperol Spritz. That's that's one of my my summer drinks. That's looking like a very busy drink. It's got a lot of stuff going on. And we just, like, we shake it, and then we serve. Does it matter what glass we serve it in? Is it on ice? Is it not on ice? Kind of on your preference. Uh, Back when we made it, we served it in a nice little cocktail glass. Okay. It's got a lovely little pink color. 
Okay, so, so no ice, kind of strain it like a martini. Um, do you have anything interesting going on at your house, by the way? Oh, yeah, we've got a lot going on. My uh, my wife's pregnant at the Ooh, moment. His wife is pregnant. So that's fun. Yeah, it's our first baby. So she can't uh, drink any alcohol. So funny that you'd be doing this show. She's probably you. hating you right now. She's right. been having the occasional little glass of wine here and there. All Nothing right, we won't crazy. tell. We won't we, tell. Yeah. All right, Isaac, we're, we're showing you how the drink looks. Is this look oh, right? Yep. That looks perfect. It looks about the right shade or right, anything. So we're right, going to cheers yeah. and we're going to give it a taste. And what, tell wait, you what what's this think. called again? The St. Mary? Uh, the Sister Mary. Cox. Sister Mary. Sister Mary. All right. Okay. <laughs> T, are you surviving? I like it. Yeah, it doesn't. You can't really taste the tequila. How so do much. I like it when yeah. it has tequila in it? Yeah. Oh, now, man. will I like it when it's coming up through my nose? That's the question. <laughs> yeah, but right now, cool. it's it. this is good. <laughs> is this one of your favorites, Isaac? It's that's one of my go-tos like, and it's one of those that, um, when people say they don't like tequila and they want to try it, I, I, I tend to give them this cause it's, it's a nice little introduction without that sort of punch in the face. One through ten. Yes, exactly. Sort of, I like yeah. it. I'm, I can't believe I'm going to say I'm a fan, but I'm a fan. Yeah. Would you say this Thanks. is a, a summer drink? Oh, for sure. It yeah. is sure. really summery to me. Like, I, sure. I imagine this was some oysters out on a rooftop bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, it is Cinco de Mayo as we are um, recording this. But right. It won't be by the time is, we're playing it, but that's good. We're, this we're is target. much different than a, a margarita. It's, a, it's a, totally a horse of a different color, right? Yeah. Now, yeah. now do you enjoy a, a margarita, Isaac, or... Oh yeah, I'm I'm a big tequila fan, so I like tequila. So there's something wrong oh. with you. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Right. Okay, just checking. Oh yeah. Mm. So just mm-hmm. to give you a little more detail on this, um, I can taste the now, mind you, I might not have made it right. I made it in a little bit of a hurry over there, but um, but you get the main uh, you know elements no, it's of it. That bite of the elderflower, which is so perfect. That's, I can taste that. Yeah. I can def- definitely taste. I might have did too much lime juice. Ugh, it's the biggest sin of a bartender. Um, um, I don't think so. I don't. No? I don't actually okay, taste it as an isolated taste. So okay. that's good. I taste mostly Practice. the elderflower. Practice, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We needed you here to make them for us. Do you know why it's called a Sister Mary? A buddy of mine invented it. Evan. Um, Is that right? I remember why. <laughs> well, that's very helpful. It's probably let's let's. Um, I probably lied and come up with something. You could have. Uh, you could have. Yeah. So now, listen. On spirited discussions, we don't just get drunk. Although we're doing it, that's the only thing we've accomplished so far. Right, apparently, we're doing a great job. But we we take up a uh, a topic that is presented by the mm-hmm. guest bartender and Isaac. You've uh, you've killed it on the drink. So let's see how you do on presenting us with a question for the day. So what do you got for us? All right, so my question for the day is, because I like a nice little lively debate and I love rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sounds good I'm already. going um, the Beatles versus Elvis. Oh, oh okay. All I right. think this might have more disagreement than the sandal discussion. There is, well, yeah, last week we, we agreed on men's toes, no. But, but <laughs> Beatles and Elvis. So, um, Isaac, to put a little more detail around that, are we just doing straight, like just who's better or, you know, what do they represent or anything like that? Who's historically important or. Yeah. yeah. I'd say all, all, all around. Okay. Just, you know, more important, more important, I guess. So, and before D and I debate this and we will give you a, 
a fond farewell and thank you, and we'll tell you what your parting gifts are. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, there aren't any yet. We're, they're on order. We're working on it. Yeah, but um, tell us your thoughts. Is there a correct answer to this question? I'm a Beatles guy myself. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm a little obsessed. I'm, I'm watched the documentaries over and over again. I've listened to everything, read all the books and stuff. So I'm biased mm-hmm. in that sense. Not, not to say that I don't like Elvis, but I just personally think that they were a little more creative and a little more maybe influential. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that I'm right. You know, that's just my opinion. What's you your know? favorite Beatles album? Probably the White Album, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I'm a White Album fan. I like uh, Revolver a lot too. I I go back and forth. I, they change places all the time. We um at here at Pardon the Plug at pod six one seven dot com produce a podcast called Get Back to the Beatles with Chachi Lopret and David Gallant, and they took uh four episodes of that podcast to go through the White Album, and they just went through song by song. And I was just producing, so I chimed in occasionally. But it was fascinating because on that album, you've got silly songs like Obla D, Obla Da. You've got, um, you've got psychedelic songs. You've got straight rock songs. And then you have complete like nightmares. And I don't mean it in the bad way, but Revolution Number 9, whatever that thing yeah. is, right? So yep. is that you appreciate the range there? I do. I just think it's it's an amazing uh, just number of songs that I mean it's a double album and there aren't really any bad songs on it. Yeah, they're it's know, incredible. Revolution Number no. Nine, which is yes, nightmarish and scary. It, it used to scare me a lot when I was a kid. Oh yeah, um, God, you're yeah. not still a kid. He looks <laughs> like a kid to me. He does sort I don't of, know. Yeah, we're old. But every Beatles fan, every every music fan, go. I think goes through a, a true music fan goes through a Beatles phase. And I remember yeah. being obsessed with the Beatles when I and I'm I I gather I'm not Dick Tracy here, but that I'm older than you, Isaac. But um, you know, I went through this huge Beatles phase when I was you know maybe twelve or thirteen or something, and so it was you know nineteen seventy whatever. And they felt like some band that had existed so long ago because, <laughs> because I mean, I, you know, I was born in 1968, so they were almost broken up by the time I was born, but so recent in history. And yet, has anyone, what, aside from the Elvis thing, has anyone approached what they've done? And then we're going to move on, but I, I'm going down a Beatles rabbit hole, you aren't are, I? Sorry, sorry. You're going but right let me ask Isaac, because I can, I can see his, he's got Beatles written all over his face. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't think so. I, I wouldn't say that anybody's, I mean, there's been bands and musicians that have gone you know close to influencing as much but i personally wouldn't say that anybody is influenced yeah music much, or at least rock music i think we agree on that but, the, but as to the beatles versus elvis i'm i'm holding my cards close to the vest so um anything else for isaac d no i appreciate the wonderful cocktail and the wonderful discussion that i'm already geared up for i think he did awesome yeah isaac hope you enjoyed yourself i sure did and uh, may I say that you passed the audition? Oh, terrible Beatles joke! A terrible <laughs> Beatles joke. But yeah. And so, what swag are we sending our good friend? Oh, Isaac? we we're um, we're gonna send um, Isaac a lifetime supply of turtle wax Perfect. and also shimmer. It's a dessert topping and a floor cleaner. Nice new shimmer. I think that's good. Yeah, both of those things are fake. Okay. Um, thank you, Isaac. Bye, Isaac. Oh, so Peace and love. Bye. Now, this is a fantastic topic that is on the table. Beals versus Elvis. D, 
but I'm going to keep you in suspense as you gather your thoughts while I do a quick live read for the Boston Podcast Network. Right. Is that okay? You can continue yeah. to enjoy your tequila cocktail. I'm enjoying that it. Against all odds, you are enjoying. I am. So at, Boston, at the Boston Podcast Network, how would you like your own podcast kids? You think this is not such a great time to start? No, it is. You've got a rapt audience. The people you want to reach are at home. They are literally a captive audience, unfortunately. But nevertheless, what we do, if you work with us at the Boston Podcast Network, is we send you a USB microphone, a quality one, not one of those crappy ones. We'll produce your podcast for you. We do everything remotely. We've been doing that for a couple of years now. So to get started, go to pod617.com. All the info's there, lots of bells and whistles and buttons to get in touch with us. And by the way, if you know someone who's a business owner or you yourself are a business owner or some kind of entrepreneur and you're kind of concerned about what's going on with this quarantine, you want to keep your name out there, you could be a guest for free on the Boston Podcast. No strings attached, kids. Just email me, david at pod617.com. We'll have you right on the show. You can plug away, plug all your stuff. It's the small amount of things we can do to keep... Everyone still going and trucking and motoring during these uncertain times, unprecedented times, uneasy uh, times. Which do you like? Which cliche? Historical times. They are historical yes. times. I'm going to go with historical because it sounds less like a downer. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I, I I try to tell the 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 kids in my life that you know nieces and nephews and people that I tell them this really is the first we've ever seen of this, right. and we're old compared to you, little people. So remember this because yeah. it, I, I mean, hopefully nothing else like this will ever happen again. I mean, you remember the blizzard of 78, right? I do. So, so I do. Um, and that, that was probably my big childhood memory of something catastrophic happening yeah. that changed our world temporarily. So, and that was one week yeah. or maybe even like five days. That was a, there was a, a drive a ban on driving in mm-hmm. the Boston area, which was, that was unprecedented. That was like, you can't even drive. Like, well, then we didn't have electricity for weeks. So it was, yeah. you know, something like that. But this is- But this, this has is, gone on much longer. Yeah. It's crazy. But you know what I think about? I think about um, people during World War II right. and them hiding in bomb shelters all of the time and hearing things over their head and waking up the next morning, not knowing what building is going to be there. And then I feel grateful. Yeah. Right? So no, you're right. You think there's you're no right. end to the tragedy, but really there always is. Yeah. And in many ways, most of us are actually very well equipped to survive this thing. You can still go to the grocery store and get food if you need it. Yep. You know, knock on wood, most of us have electricity, heat, air conditioning. We've we've gone from heat to air conditioning now because look what happened to the changeover from the cold weather to the warm weather. It just, it happened. Well, we're getting winter back next week. So. Oh, good. Yeah. Be good to see him again. The day I'm having my pool opened actually. Really? Yeah, it's supposed to be 40 degrees or 30 degrees. So, you know. <laughs> so it all works out nicely. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So Beatles versus Elvis, it's mm-hmm. on the table. Would you like to go first or would I like to go first? Well, I'm curious as to whether <laughs> we're going to agree or disagree. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go first just because if we agree, I want to be the more important person that said it first. Oh, naturally. Okay. Yes. So I'm going to say Beatles. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much across the board, I'm mm-hmm. going to say Beatles are better in every way. I think they're better historically. I think they're better when you look back on them reflectively. I think catalog of music, they're better. Um, just in general, I'm all Beatles all the way. Really? Yes. Okay. I will take the opposing position. You will? Yes. How shocking. Yes. Well, um, actually, I have Paul McCartney here. He agrees with you. Do you agree with D, Paul? That is actually true. Yeah. yeah I mm. thought you did. Yeah. Paul and I are close. Fine. Okay. See, he agrees with everything you said. Yeah. He does. He loves he, me. Yes. Well, anyway, so, so, sir, Paul's thoughts aside, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> The Beatles may have been, watch how I go, watch the okay. angle I take I'm, on I'm this. following. The greatest rock group of all time. And 
I would say that's not even close. But okay. as far as a, a cultural icon, someone mm-hmm. who influenced the way we think, uh, I'll take Elvis. I'll also take Elvis because Elvis had more balls than the Beatles. And really? yes, he had he he was one person, and he still, if you add up all the balls, he had more balls. No, my point my point is that he died pooping on a toilet. Well, right. His, so, his balls were heavy as the head who wears the balls. So, you know, he, so he, he, out of the weight of all that. But no, what I'm saying is uh-huh. he, just charisma off the charts and the. Wait, the, are you talking skinny Elvis or fat Elvis? Because fat Elvis in a crazy jumpsuit with a high collar, sweating profusely while he pumps the air at a concert full of middle aged women throwing underwear. You know, we all have our bad days. I mean, you're nitpicking. <laughs> he he you had know. some bad decades. No, he didn't. He didn't have that many decades. Right. He died at 42, so it, he didn't have he, that many decades. He had a bad decade. Uh, well, okay, listen. What? Um, no, no one. Okay, so who influenced uh, fashion more? The Beatles or Elvis? Uh, who's wearing a jumpsuit right now? Nobody. Um, I think that the uh, Beatles. Excuse me. With- the hair, the the sideburns. The, so you're you're gonna say that the Beatles haircut didn't. Catch no, on? Uh, okay, I stepped into that one. That was yeah, bad. Yeah, but as far did. but as far as flair and charisma and the things that he would wear on stage, he led the way. He with he, tacky and lame and oh, also he couldn't sleep with his wife after he had a baby with her. So there's that. I'm just looking at the whole human thing. Well, I'm right I'm not. I'm looking at the art and the and the swag. Oh, I mean, right, so let's I mean, talk a, a about different the art. day. A different day. We'll debate Michael Jackson, and then we'll really. Uh, well, be that's a whole up. other thing. But let's talk about the yes. art then. Let's talk about how he basically stole music from all of the really talented um, musicians of color yeah. that were not getting any radio play, and then he took them, pretended he was the beginning of them, mm-hmm. and now, who, basically made a lot of money okay, off of see, all of that. Okay. <laughs> I won't lie. He did steal a lot of black people's music. <laughs> he, he definitely did. Okay. But, but, um, he, but Elvis became his own thing. The Elvis vibe is something, the charisma, the swagger, the, you know, the, the Elvis, the Beatles person, the Beatles person at their core, which I, mm-hmm. I guess is UD. Yes. It, there's nothing wrong with the Beatles person at their core. They're, they're, um, thoughtful. They're introspective. Perhaps they pay attention to detail, they like the beauty of art, but Elvis got laid, man. I mean, you, you have you no idea that how the Beatles got laid. I'm being silly about, okay. I'm being silly okay. when I say so, that, but what I mean is that no one, no one, um, owned a stage. No one owned a city like mm-hmm. Elvis. Las Vegas isn't Las Vegas without Elvis now. And you know, I mean, no one's going to uh, Liverpool these days and gambling and, you know, Doing, All right, doing fair enough. I'm going to give of you mirrors, like <laughs> doing it with Vegas. I'm going to give you a couple things on Elvis. This is what I'll give you for Elvis. I did enjoy Elvis's music, right? I do think it's a smaller catalog of good music. But when I was in Nashville, mm. I did visit the studio that he recorded in, Studio B. You can go and visit and see the piano he sat at and and stand in the space he recorded. Mm-hmm. And I'd be lying if I didn't say I had chills, for sure. There you go. And young Elvis was probably one of the prettiest men I've ever there seen. There you go. However, I just cannot get away from the idea of him in the jungle room eating a banana and peanut butter sandwich. Those are very good, by the way. So, yeah. You know what's wrong with the banana? If you cook it on a wheat bread, what's wrong with that? I, it, if Go you're easy, fat you use, and sweaty while you're eating it, I 
I don't know. Maybe it's just me. We all so, have our fat. I won't won't have you fat and sweat shame here on I, this podcast. Okay. I loved Elvis when I first heard his music. So mm-hmm. I, I have to give you that. But I will say that my relationship with the Beatles was way longer and much more involved. It was a way that I connected with my parents because it was music we both could like. I loved that it started out as bubblegum pop when they first came on the scene and it became... Wait, I'm sorry, I can't hear you, dude. <laughs> I mean, just listen to that. You know I can be found. These are very intense lyrics. They are so meaningful. Don't be cruel. (laughs) It's good advice. (laughs) Well, for all I know, he didn't even write this song. I'd have to look that up. I think um, he probably did. But anyway, I just, my relationship with the the Beatles seems more epic than my relationship was with the music I liked from Elvis. So all kidding aside, I, I recognize... It's this is a hard debate to yeah. have for me because as a music fan, you have to love them both. Yeah. Um, but I, but I would, but I'll say this: like the the there is, I think it's a deleted scene in Pulp Fiction where Uma Thurman says to John is analyzing John Travolta's character mm-hmm. and saying, "Are you are you more Elvis than the Beatles?" People can like Elvis, and Elvis people can like Beatles, but nobody likes them both equally. Somewhere you have to make a choice. And that choice tells you who you are. Okay, first question. Brady Bunch or the Partridge family? Well, then she goes down another rep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll take Brady Bunch, too. Yeah, I'll take Brady Bunch. Wait, wait, let's see if she has more questions. Partridge family. Hmm. On Rich Man, Poor Man, who did you like more? Peter Strauss or Nick Nolte? I never saw that movie, so. Rich Man, Poor Man. I didn't either, but I'm going to go whatever's What's your favorite way to say thanks in a foreign language? Danke schön. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. In conversation, mm. do you listen or wait to talk? I have to admit that I wait to talk. Dave, you wait to talk. Yeah. For sure. We well, both wait. do. That's why we're podcasting. I know, exactly. <laughs> but wait, that was a weird question. Didn't she just say, do you listen or do you wait to talk? So I, I teach theater and yeah. I know exactly what she's talking about. Oh, what about. does she mean? So yeah. what she means is... If you're planning what you're going to say next, and basically the other person speaking is just getting in the way of that and you're just oh, waiting for your turn versus yeah. listening to that person and then responding accurately mm-hmm. to that person. Can you repeat that right after the part where I played the Pulp Fiction because I wasn't paying attention? Yeah, no. I okay. Cannot. All right. So, all right. So, we, I think we fairly say we agree to disagree. You're all about yeah. the Beatles. Do you give, all right, let's, let's, let's do an experiment for 90 seconds. Okay. Let's flip it and go the other way. Okay. Okay. So, right? Okay. So I get, you have to argue the other way. So um, um, Elvis was one dude, he was a fad, and the Beatles library is so massive, so complicated. They've influenced so many bands since they've, they've, they've come along. They continue to touch popular culture in so many ways. So tell me why Elvis can possibly match up to that. Well, first of all, the fact that Graceland still draws so many people. Damn, I people. forgot to bring up Graceland ah, in the first argument. So Graceland draws so many people every single year. In fact, one of the greatest albums of all time by Paul Simon, another music great, is called Graceland. And one of the best songs on it is about Elvis's Graceland and how historic it is. So, another art artist, yeah. yeah Be- and so, beloved by hordes and hordes of mm-hmm. white people, the same kind of white people that go to Graceland <laughs> right, every day. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, all right, well, touche. That was right, good. That was good. Go. That was a good small yeah, experiment in I that liked regard. It. All right, well, we hope you enjoyed the Boston podcast. Dean and I, well, yeah, what did we. Um, 
we need to grade the drink. So again, this was the Sister Mary. Yes, and right? it was a tequila, tequila based drink. drink. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to give this one a seven. I can't believe that I'm going to say this because I am anti tequila. Right. I'm right now drinking it, going to give it an eight. Oh my God. But um, we'll see tomorrow because tomorrow <laughs> I might give it a two minus. So right. we'll see. Thanks for listening to Spirited Conversations with Dave and T. Every Thursday, tune in next Thursday. We'll be recording the third in a in a chalk of three. That's the wrong word. But the point is that... Uh, a bevy? We, a would you bevy? Say bevy? I don't would know. you say a plethora? A pl- I would say I have a plethora. Um, we do a plethora and it'll be the third of three. So cheers. This, so cheers and we'll see you next Thursday. And thanks for listening to the Boston Podcast. Subscribe at Apple Podcast, please. I implore you. We need the attention. Email me, david at pod617.com if you want to be a guest on this podcast. And on behalf of Dee, who is just finishing up, I'm so proud of you, finishing up her tequila mm, drink. Yum. My name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. If you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Go get your drink on, people. Enjoy. Enjoy.